All right, you ready? We're not talking about episodes, are, are we? This is, we're not naming a specific episode. Ep Eperodes? Eperodes. Eperodes. A, B, C, D, F, G. Ready, ready, ready. Okay, cool. Do you really the say The tip that? of the tongue, the teeth, I just have to start moving my face again. Yeah. Hey. A, B, C, D, E, I, O, U. Oh, you. I'm Josh Sigmund. And I'm Bryn Rouse. I'm a mortgage guy with a passion for money, business, and elevating my game. Bryn is my co-host. She's my friend and marketing director for my mortgage team. That's right. I'm a marketing girl, a mama of three, and wife of one. And like Josh, elevating life, business, and relationships, well, it's my jam. This season's topic, elevate your game. What do you want? Do you want to push personal limits, find joy, be more present? Be a better parent, have a sexier marriage, make more money, save more money, start your own business, develop a hobby, or strengthen important relationships? Impact the world, be a better boss, or create a stronger business? Then you are ready to elevate. And this is the place to do it. Are you ready? Sigmund Sense Season 3, Elevate Your Game. All right, I'm super excited today. Welcome back to Naked uh, Naked. A naked episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's start over. I just got naked and afraid. <laughs> the one thing we didn't That's tell right. you was the reason that you we should watch the guess. YouTube channel, not just listen to this. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to another episode of Sigmund Sense. So. Uh, I am super excited. I get to have actually this is our first guest, technically, isn't it? First, first guest, guest speaker ever. Or so, guest, yeah, and and, and it is. Definitely one of my best friends in the world. Mm. So um, one of my, she is a business partner of mine actually. And um, we've been running around in this business for 10 years now, mm -hmm. 10 years now. So what we decided to Yes, we to talk have about, because yeah. Walker's 10 now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> and that's when. Grow up a little bit, when, right? Yeah, I got and to know so you was when I was What I'm really younger. excited about today is we're gonna talk about uh, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, the, the good and the bad. Yeah. of small business ownerships or business ownership as a whole. Yeah, I yeah. think, um, you know, I, I have a lot of admiration for business owners in general. Um, I think because there's a lot that um, y'all are able to do that scares the shit out of me. Um, the And I told them earlier that the what I'm going to bring to the table is my small, small dose of business ownership with my side hustle. Well, you do a good job with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, don't diminish it. No, it's I I do a good job with it for sure. But um, the the things it, it, there's just a different level, right? There's a different level. Um, but I think it's a good perspective for sure. And um, there's a lot that goes into it. And y'all are incredible risk takers. And I think there's an element of crazy that has to that I'll, fall I'll into fall into place. Um, you know, the people that yeah. are like wildly successful have a, a little bit of crazy in them. And so we're going to kind of dig through all of that. Um, mm. I know that there's incredibly rewarding moments, but there's probably also some really dark and scary moments as well. And that's what we're going to talk. We're going to talk through it all because I that's what it. we do. That's what we do. Uh, can I kick it off before you get going? Because Nikki, you're going to talk more than me probably in this one, which is rare. <laughs> um, so I want to tell you about, uh, really where I met Nikki and I got a text this morning you don't even know about. So, um, if you go back about 11 years ago, I guess we were at a, a, a coaching program, a summit. And when we were there, uh, I had an issue on a loan and 
you know, I'd run across Nikki a couple of times just because he's a local competitor, a loan officer in San Antonio at the time. But I remember them, a group of, of people that I hold in very high esteem that I consider to be some of the smartest people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember that we were all in this, uh, hanging out in this room and it's it's late in the afternoon and I have an issue on a loan. I've got a major issue. It's like, wait a second, I, I don't know how to fix this problem. And you fix some shit. I can fix some stuff. <laughs> you you can fix yeah. some shit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there scratching my head and I'm, I'm talking to the underwriter and you know, Nikki is sitting with you know probably four or five other guys that I'm really good friends with and and I yell at him, I interrupt, say, like, hey guys, I need to throw this scenario by you. Um, tell me what you think and how, if I can fix this. Now I've got the underwriter on the phone with me. And I threw the scenario out and everyone's kind of silent. No, I'm not really sure. Hemming and hawing. And Nikki cites a part <laughs> of the FHA handbook. Like literally cites it. She's like, well, actually, if you go to the, somewhere in this page, it's going to say something like this. And Josh, I think you're screwed. And so I, I talked to the underwriter and I was like, hey, Nikki says this. And the underwriter's like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And <laughs> so you just I remember listen. that I, the I outcome it. was bad from a denial perspective. But anyways, you fast forward about two days. So I was, I, I, a I was whole really, two days. Yeah, oh, fast forward two days. Fast forward. <laughs> well, rewind, rewind, rewind 10 years, go forward two days. And, um, <laughs> and literally, I, I get on this plane and I sit down. We're headed, I'm heading back to San Antonio. And Nikki comes in and sits down next to me. And she was assigned the seat right next to me. And so I was like, man, I uh, like your brain is incredible. And we just hit it off the way back. I was like, we have to work together. Like, you need to come over here. And if you remember, what we originally talked about was, hey, let's merge forces. You take over my team. That was I remember that very clearly, forget. actually. Yeah, very clearly. She came back from maternity <laughs> leave and like her world was upside down. Her like, pay structure we had changed. I'm like, you and I were what? talking. We were like, nobody told her. She came back and was like, we, were, we weren't even looking at each other at that point. We literally haven't spoken since you left. Yeah, surprise. Sorry, Bryn, can't talk to you anymore. Welcome back. I actually think this all speaks to what we're going to talk about today because <laughs> I, I do think that the vision was right. I, I think that uh, I think that you recognize things that uh, I think that business owners at some point recognize people, places, times. Like this is a great idea. The timing might not be, but it's but a great idea. But you don't know idea. that much yet. And um, and I remember that we we made that leap of faith and it worked out for like twelve weeks for mm-hmm. various reasons. It just it was I was too young. I was making dumb decisions. Like it just, it wasn't the right time is the answer. And, um, and the, it's funny, I got a text this morning because Nikki and I are, are taking over more of a leadership role within the company and, and growing it and super excited about it. And Nikki texts me, she's like, you know, you realize that what's happening right now is a manifestation from 10 years ago. I mean, it's it just, hit me this morning when on. I realized the three of us were going to be well, sitting yeah. at this table. I was say. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, literally, this is the loop and oh, I didn't even cool. think yes, about that because that I've been the helping you I liter- with some yes. of your market. Oh my god! And I was <laughs> like, "This is what we <laughs> wanted," but like we Just took us weren't. A to figure out well, the path. we weren't. It wasn't the right timing, it wasn't the right yep. time. and That's we right. didn't know it, and yep. we weren't going to admit it. So it had to be ripped out. Yes. Like we had, there had yep. to be, you know, like, Hey, there has to be like some growth there. It's not the right timing. There's something that's not there. Like thinking it through. It's different. <laughs> like that, thinking like, it through. We didn't even think it through. What's it's the plan? Like, I don't know. You should quit and come through. join us. She yeah, thought it through. She I had like a whole all, business plan. I had it all mapped out. Yeah. I don't know where, where y'all were really going to yeah, be. Yeah, we I, did it. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be fun. We come join us. And you're like, I'll quit. I'll be there tomorrow. And it was like, well, we should have gotten a step further yeah well, think a little bit you know it i think that um when it started to work 
it got scary mm-hmm. because it. I think it hit us that like neither one of us actually wanted it like in the way that it was. Yep. And I didn't want to step into the role that I was looking at. And you, I don't, you didn't want to give up the role that you were stepping out of. Yep. And I don't think I either one of y'all wanted to give up y'all's no, your team and, and, and I think that we also what, realized yeah. that what made us different was mattered. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you get into something and you're like, hey, this is, you know, initially you think like, oh, my God, we're thinking so alike. Like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's the little things mm-hmm. that you're like, hey, this actually does make a difference. Like the way that, you know, she handles an employee or the way that, you know, he teaches something like it's just different. Mm-hmm. And even though now that doesn't matter, but we had to like get to a point where that that small stuff is actually small stuff now and doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And if so I was thinking about this, too. Had we done that then? We would not be here right now because you would have stopped growing intentional, like your push to drive your personal team um, would not have, like it wouldn't have continued over 10 years. And my push to drive mine wouldn't have continued because it was looking on a joint path like yours would have. But really everybody has a capacity. Mm -hmm. And so between the three of us, we would, we would be doing less Mm -hmm. than we are right now. And now we've figured out like, Hey, this is where we are. We actually can do all of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's pretty exciting. And oh my God, we didn't yeah. have, it's exciting, like, yeah. that's why, I mean, I, I never, was this morning. I read it twice. I was like, yep, that's about right. You know, and you didn't respond. And so I was like, uh, okay. Like, I, hopefully he didn't think like, I'm like, hey, this is a manifestation. Because <laughs> I was like, because I, you know, I, but it, some people are not like into the woo-woo. I'm like the, where the woo-woo meets him the very, work. I, I like, but, like, I, but that's like, I like it in Like you yeah. got to put it into the energy. A little bit. All the universe. You got to do all of it. from it, Josh. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Dude, I'm surrounded by some psychopaths. See, uh, it's in, it's tarot card reading chicks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sit, stick around afterwards. I'll do a little number reading on you. That's and right. You'll feel, like you feel good. I, so, yeah, go okay. So to, to jump in as far as business ownership goes. So I'm going to start with. Can we define that though? Sure. Yeah. Um, so you're saying business owners, like you have to have a big, big company, you have to have employees, you don't have to have employees, you're talking about just self-employed, what are we talking about here? Um, so I think, let's just talk, um, let's just talk, you don't get a paycheck from anyone. Like you, it's so up to all you. Of your income is going to be negative or positive based on your efforts alone. Yeah. That's so maybe like that good? anybody like, who's not a W-2, really. Right. So that, this I mean, would be commission, self-employed. Yeah. Um, even contract employees, contract employees I mean, cause yeah. you're still running your own okay. expenses. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, cause there's some numbers that you, we had looked up ahead of time. Right. And, and it's 10% of, uh, of the United States is self-employed or commission based people that are, or small business owners, right? 10%, 10% of the U S population of, of workers in the United States are commission based self-employed, uh, small okay. business owners. So I take right. the W-2 piece back because really there's still like in our business, yeah, yeah, like 100% commission, but you still get a W-2 even though you have, uh, your, own, okay. even so, though you have so, your own expenses. So maybe we redefine it to um, your your work hours are defined by you and the, the success or failure is only on you. How about that? Yeah, I think that, yeah. Like at the end of the day, in this, especially this day and age with so many remote employees, 
somebody could literally do nothing and get away with it for, for 30 days. Oh, they do. And get a paycheck, <laughs> right? Do. And you get a full paycheck. Whereas in my world and your world, that does not happen. That it does happen. not work. It it, like happen. you cannot right. disappear for 30 days. It. They expect shit to go right. Right. Yeah. I I feel like I could disappear for thirty days, well, uh, maybe yeah. a little well, bit exactly. longer. Like, but I, like, I know my limit's ninety days. I, before I can burn it down. Start, like my, it's gonna take me a little while. My maternity leave. I could burn it down. About ninety days was like yeah. I had. It, oh no, we actually did burn it down <laughs> while you were out on maternity leave. <laughs> it was time to come You back. didn't have to days. do that. We did it for <laughs> you. I was like, okay, that's that's the, that's the threshold. That was. So we feel good. That's the definition. Yeah, I think that's the definition. So I want to start with. Um, did you always have the desire to be an entrepreneur? Did you always have entrepreneurial mm. spirit? Um, maybe didn't know this is, uh, this is exactly what I wanted to do or the, or, or I, I want to own a business, but did you have a desire or that spirit always, or did What's it morph answer? into it? So Yes, but I didn't know what it was mm -hmm. at the time. Um, so, uh, yes, so definitely did, but I didn't know what it was at the time. So the earliest that I can remember that was like clear as day was um, when I was 17, I was working at Bennigan's and I worked the to-go window because you can't do anything else when you're 17. Maybe I was 16. And, um, and so... They uh, so obviously St. Patrick's Day is like a huge thing mm -hmm. at Bennigan's. Mm -hmm. Now Bennigan's is not cool now, but I'm a little older and like Are it there used any to be. Okay. Pipe down. I'm not that old. Like Bennigan's didn't die. Bennigan's didn't die, okay? But did, they're just not around anymore, right? So I was in Bennigan's sure. a few years ago. Um, no, so, and I, so, um, but on St. Patrick's Day, um, it's so it's a huge celebration, obviously, um, as Bennigan's. And, um, and you can, um, you can, like, uh, they do like, you know, people come in, you can obviously like at underage, you can't sell shots or anything like that. So I went to the store, like the dollar store mm -hmm. and bought all kinds of, um, like, uh, pens and beads and uh. lights and, um, like just flare? all, oh yeah. I bought literally <laughs> like years and years of flare and I was trying not, uh, I do office know, space. no, it's the, office oh, it was space. office space. No, the pieces of flare. It was, uh, what's the one that starts out with, um, uh, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. It's, it's office. Space. Okay. Yeah. It's office space. You're I was, welcome. okay. I was thinking the <laughs> office. I was like, no, it's not the office, office space. Ask her about trivia um, in this room. It's, it's, is it you? Really? Okay. Uh, I want some French toast. What movie? <laughs> no French clue. Toast. Mm, fucking French toast. Uh, Friday. Uh, Pulp Fiction. No, Forty Year Old Virgin. <laughs> 40 -year -old Whenever she's virgin. driving home drunk and <laughs> she, yeah, okay. That's so funny. you probably that probably won't make the cut, but okay. That's so, you. so, um, so, anyways, I go <laughs> load up cut. on flair and like literally buy all this like stuff from the dollar store. I'm loaded from head to toe, and um, and I sold everything that I had on at me at the drive-through. Oh. No, at the restaurant. So because like nobody picked up to go on St. Patrick's Day, I. I just walked around and sold everything off me and they didn't care because yeah. like it was fun everybody was having a good time i would follow around like the shot girl and i would sell like the blinking shot glasses cute. and stuff like that that's awesome yeah and so i that's actually cute. made more than anybody else i love it selling like all my flair no then kidding. yeah <laughs> then like story. everybody else that was there so but i didn't realize
realize it at the time yeah. what I was doing because I didn't really have any business um, examples. Right. Um, like I know you had, you really had that with your dad um, and, and a lot of um, lessons that you caught, maybe not were intentionally taught, right. but caught mm -hmm. were, um, you know, uh, through watching your dad, um, and um, but I didn't, I didn't really have that, so I didn't know what it was. Didn't know what it was. And but now looking back, I'm like, dude, I was a poster child. Yeah. You know, like I would wake up and do like make things intentionally harder for myself so that things were more interesting and fun. And I didn't realize I was doing that either until actually um, one of my coaches, my um, one of my mentors, um, m was so angry at me for something. I've never seen it's uh, it's Todd. I've never seen Todd scream like he did at me for what uh so i continued to not do a homework assignment and it was a stupid assignment and and he like he assigned it like three times and i kept not doing it she she <laughs> bren knows a little bit because she's giving me some things that I she's mean, like nikki it took you longer than anybody I'm else like, to do I that i cannot thing. believe how stubborn you are like <laughs> so, this is a side i just did not know existed <laughs> no existed but but when you look at the flip side you're yes. like it makes sense because when you get on to something you don't get off of it yes. but i can't get you on this yes um he um he basically um just like screamed at me and made me he said you are getting a payoff yep. from not doing what you're told and it's so simple it was literally I did tape up a, um, a piece of paper that said we celebrate at 26 families on the back of the door that was it that was and it. I refused to do it and and he was like what is wrong with you and he made me do like a legit report with like so many pages and so many words oh on God. the payoff that I was getting from not so doing what was the, the stuff I was supposed to do. What were you getting from being So defiant? I took it serious and of course you did. <laughs> I did. I took it serious and I actually and he was like you need to talk to people. So I did like, you know, interview, ask some people and the feedback that I got was like, you know, in like my mom and some people that knew me younger were like, "Man, you came out doing that. Like you would do things to make it harder, like um just I think to overcome just it's, it's more fun and I realize yep. now what that is so there's an element of self-sabotage there but um, a bigger piece is um, my kryptonite is boredom yep. so I will do anything to stay mentally engaged anything even if that means That's like burn so it powerful. all down and yeah. rebuild it and so people don't get that and so like whenever I um, realized this and said okay I can harness this and then forgive myself when I'm off. And like I do the the things that I know are problematic, but like I also just give myself a little bit of a pass. Like, yeah. okay, I've been harnessing it for good, but then like there's a little bit like um online mindless online shopping. I, I mean like there's a you know, mm -hmm. like there's there's a you know a silly part of that, but the truth is like my brain's bored. And so it's looking like my brain is telling me that it's bored and I'm filling it with something. It's why I swore off Amazon this year. I have no Amazon so far this year. I'm seven months. What are we seven months wow. in? You're seven months sober. I'm seven months. I am so, seven yeah, months sober. And I'm so, I had to get I sober to quit Amazon. Is. Uh, <laughs> it's not no, no sugar, no alcohol, no Amazon. Thank you. Okay. Thank All connected. You. Well, I didn't so, want anything to have like um, – uh, a power over me yep. and as stupid as it sounded that's really like, interesting well, annoying. Like harder too. yeah before um, yeah before we came in today i was reviewing last uh last episode mm -hmm. and it was about work-life balance and we started talking about you know 
the some of us just start to feel the need to shake things up when mm-hmm. things get a little mundane. So boring. it's interesting. You can say it. It's boring. That yeah. Everyday life is, is super boring. boring a lot. Like if you're doing it right, it's boring some, but you have to recognize it so that you don't get stuck. Mm-hmm. And because balance is for me is a is an excuse for complacency. Like I will like the pursuit of balance the truth is like it's not it for me it's a, a way to hide like okay it, I'm really just complacent because I can do this in my sleep yep. mm-hmm. and so I it like I gotta I gotta push and chase new things and and yeah. and, and, and you know so, like as the drug I, it's a drug a hundred and as I as a hundred percent I'm like, a healthy addict let's be clear <laughs> well we are all a little crazy I mean I'm that's what I'm saying I am a healthy I'm currently a healthy addict. But, you know, I'm, all right, I'm going to tell you my first story right, for some fun. Yeah. Yes. So your first realization. Yeah, I, I actually can. I've never thought about to ask that question. As soon as you asked, I was like, oh, I know exactly. So separate of like lemonade stands, which I did all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't have a sweet tooth and Halloween comes every year. And so I would literally go around to collect as much candy as I possibly could to go put mm-hmm. in my locker. And I would sell it all year, all year, so all, all year long. And Super so I smart. just remember I, it, I make hundreds of dollars as a three-year-old, or sorry, th- a third grader, fourth grader, fifth grader. Yeah. And um, one time I got asked by a teacher or a principal or somebody, you know, hey, wh- why do you have all this money? Because the money fell out of the backpack <laughs> and so they thought I was selling drugs. And uh, I was like, episode. I'm selling candy. And there's like, there's no way. And they, they literally did an audit and they made me open my locker and all this stuff. And I opened the locker and there's like bags and bags of candy. They're like, carry on and that was that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial career well you should fun. know that it is very much against the rules now no. because weston has a small candy business well, it was, oh really <laughs> yes is that right yes That's and awesome. i told him or That's i awesome. asked i actually thought to ask which is very rare like is this allowed at school like are you allowed to be doing this and he said no, no. and i said are you prepared for all I the consequences? I love a rebel. Are you prepared for all the consequences? I'm the last person that's going to stop you from doing this. You're not yeah. going to get in trouble at, at home, but yeah. are you prepared for yeah. what's going to happen at yeah. school? He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> I like it. I would also take a step further, though. I, I, I do think it's a rare person that actually wakes up and like they think they're going to be a small business owner. I do think that's true. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it comes into timing. A lot of it comes into a mentorship. A lot of it is you have to. Or frustration. Um, frustration. Like, you like, don't like, like you I can't couldn't get a job with a salary. Are. When I when I was looking mm-hmm. for a job with a salary, I couldn't get a job with a salary. So I, it wasn't a choice that I made. I was forced right. into commission sales. That's true, and, yeah. Right, as an example. So, uh, you know, along the way, yes, I think there's some people that are predispositioned. I think that you pointed out something very eloquently, which is I never thought of it as um, whether my dad taught me or not, it was caught. That, that was, you know, I, I never thought of. He's a he owned a small pr- a private practice as a doctor, right? So I wasn't. One thing I, I was going to circle back to that because I right. didn't. Well, ever he's worked for he, he's worked for hospitals. Well, think of it this way: Who is the boss? He was Doctor Sigmund. Whether mm-hmm. whether he was at the hospital or whether he was at right. his private practice in St. Louis, he was the boss. And so I grew up around, you know, the boss walked in and people freaking responded quickly and. When the boss made a decision, you freaking, that yeah. was the end of it. Yeah, right? and you caught that growing right. up. He right. didn't teach you I that. I never even mm-hmm. thought about yeah. that, which is super interesting. Um, do I think that there are some people that are exposed enough to uh, Instagram or whatever? And, and you know, uh, what's the new, the Hustler Academy is an example. What? My, you've never heard of this? No. 
I'm thinking the magazine. I'm like, yeah. I think it's called Hustler Academy. I think it's what it's called. Um, okay, maybe I'm reading, not naming it incorrectly. Here, help me out with it. Who is the number one most followed uh, person on Instagram right now? He's a bald guy in Romania, somewhere over oh, there. Oh, Tate. Uh, yes. Tate. Andrew Tate. And he has a, a academy called what? Uh, oh, it is. is. It, is it? Yes, Boom. it is. But it's not. Um, it is. It's, it's Hustler, is it Hustler Academy? It's Hustler Academy. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So my son asked me about That's the only reason I know. Uh, my son asked me, he's like, hey, dad, do you think that it's worth me paying this monthly subscription for Hustler Academy? I was like. I thought the same thing because when I was his age, it was Hustler. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I recognize that just now. I was like, that's where your that's where your brain I was went like, to. I'm not it's sure that I can for... say yes to that as your dad. And he's like, I was like, well, tell me more about it. And he told me about it, and I was like, well, let's look at it, and I'll, I'll decide. I haven't said yes. It's to actually it really, it's pretty neat. Um, right. The idea, I do know what it the is. The idea I just is know interesting. What um, my point is the exposure to the possibility of starting your own thing. The exposure to like, I don't think if you go back you know, 30 years, I don't think until the last 10 years that there was a, the side hustle was even a conversation. Right. Like, I, I don't right. remember when side hustles started up. Oh, I do. The, I do. Vitamins. When you were selling vitamins, stay-at-home moms started well, selling vitamins. True. And not that's just stay-at-home moms. Stay mom not just practice. Uh, well, but that's a, I mean, it's, it's, a, a, it, well, it's yeah. a side hustle for a stay-at-home okay, mom. Your okay, kids okay, are your okay, primary. Okay, so, okay. like, it's, that's true. I, that's what I remember. So I remember being, oh, 100%. Yeah. I would but say now, like, or call it um, like network marketing, like true. not just vitamin sales, but that was yeah. my exposure to it. That's but true. like, like but now, yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I but now it's yeah. such a topic. I mean, it is, you know, in today's economy, you almost have to have a side hustle of some kind. But I think that well, e-commerce like, changed things too. Yeah, I think right. Like you can buy a water bottle and then sell it for five, you know, five dollars mm-hmm. over. And then if you um, like from there, if you say, okay, well, if I did this with one, and then if I buy in bulk, I can get a bigger mm-hmm. deal. Like I mean, you start. But looking I also think at like that. Uber, like the Ubers, and then you went. Yeah, you know, one of our, one of our own underwriters yeah. picked me up in Uber. Mm-hmm. I was like. Uh, what you doing? I had no idea. And at first, it's super did, awkward. Did and somebody at Legacy call you and ask you to pick me up? <laughs> and then it becomes kind of normal. And I know someone who delivered your groceries. Was this during... Yeah, me too. I wasn't going to say that. Um, was this during business hours? No. No. Okay. Because no, I was like, wait yeah. a second. Yeah, no. Just like to and from work, yeah. you know. Exactly. Like, make sure they don't have one of my loans. Yeah. It becomes... <laughs> it beca- but it became super normalized very quickly because it was... It wasn't looked at as, oh, you're broke and need more money. It was like, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I'm driving home anyway. And if I'm going to be going that way, then I might as well. Right. Like it just became very, it just, it took off. There was more opportunities. Like the, the opportunities are like, there's more of them, I think. And they're like the barrier to entry is smaller. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to have cash. Like a lot, a lot of problems with cash is a small business, you know, small businesses or, you know, starting something, you got to have cash. And so if you you don't have to have cash to, to start working for Uber or to sell something on, you know, um, through Amazon or you don't have to do that. So the barrier to entry is lower now too. Same with my side hustle too. It should be. Primarily it's all intellectual property. Like Mm -hmm. it's, stuff I already have as yeah. far as like uh, a computer and internet. So everything else is intellectual. So yeah, the, the cost of I think that, entry um, is very low. The like as you that it's natural to 
as you excel in a specific business um, niche or, mm-hmm. you know, like specific, like, you know, you said, hey, intellectual property, but it's um, like the bigger and better that you get at something, the more efficient you are, um, the less time that it takes you. And it's a natural development to branch off into other areas that comp like other businesses that are complementary to what right. you're already doing. Yeah. Right. Like um, you. So like for us, coaching is a is another business that we're in right. that complements yeah, what we're what we're already doing, right? Like yeah. it's um, you know it's a, a in, in 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 some ways it's almost like a feeder too, right? Um, yep. And there's or you know like agents that also go in on title companies and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean it's just like almost like a natural progression yeah. when you realize that creating businesses and the skill set to do one. It's yeah. mostly the same again, but there there are differences, right? Like we're not in consumer goods, right? Like right. I don't know how to run distribution centers and yeah. you know exactly. and do those things. So I wouldn't go from this to like making and selling vitamins. It will it, it would, would be, be it wouldn't be worth it would be financial it, services of some sort. Yeah, right? it, it would be some sort yeah. of financial services. And yeah. and so I think that that's um where people like as they get to a certain point too, that's normal to see them start branching off. So let's talk about that. So what 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 would be the natural jump off points for starting a business? Um you know what why I asked is I'm thinking in terms of I think one is necessity. Like that's the one I said is right. I couldn't get a job. So I I, I went in that area and I had to risk it all because I had no choice otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also the other side of necessity that I think of is there are companies that haven't been done yet. So like if somebody dreams of something that's a really cool thing that they really want to do, and they can't find a place to go work at that has that, then they have to go create that, Mm -hmm. right? So I really think that that's one out of necessity Mm -hmm. um, because. Shoot, the the speed at which businesses are changing right now, uh, the speed at which consumer needs are are changing right now, employee needs, is something that I don't think all companies are keeping up with, right? Right. Well, I don't know that they care to either. Like the overall vibe has changed. Like it's just different. Like it's it's not, I don't know that they care as much to be different. Like I think mm-hmm. it's Seth, um, uh, the, the book about um, the purple cow, right? Like um, it's nobody tries to do that anymore. Nope. And I don't know why. Uh, well, I don't say, I don't want to say nobody, but very few people. You know where you see that right now that. is movies. Mm-hmm. You know how many sequels are, oh, are like yeah. the, the primary things in the big screen right now are sequels. Well, why risk it? Why risk it? We'll go ahead and put. Keep God bless him. I, one of my favorite actors. Love Harrison Ford. Don't go see the last sequel. Like it'll, like I saw the, it. I, I saw it too. Yeah. A seventy-nine-year-old action figure is not an action figure. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. But, there was a lot, but, of, um, a lot of special effects. Yeah. There was a lot C- of special CGI effects. CGI or whatever it yeah. is, right? But you go to that's a perfect example of why dream it up. We already have a successful model. We'll yeah. just keep on plowing that right. field yeah. because it put up fruit for a long time. We'll just keep doing that, keep and doing as opposed to the innovation. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. That's really. I don't get it because that is like that's what drives. I will me. tell you the Top Gun two was the second best best sequel of all time. Just it was legit. Reason. It was the it, second it, best. It, sequel. Was, it was legit. What's the number? What's the uh, first? Best? Godfather two. 
Easy. Oh, I haven't seen either one. Uh, so I haven't seen the first yeah, one. Yeah, we're not going to go into that because I think that Top Gun 2 was just another Mission Impossible movie. I like. I was so disappointed. <laughs> that was the biggest sequel disappointment of my life. What? I watched it with yeah. a bunch of Air Force people. They loved it. Dude, so I love... No, the flight <laughs> scenes. No, the flight scenes. And the, that was The only thing that was missed was, amazing. The, was the soundtrack. They did not lean in very well to the, the, the first music soundtrack, I still, was like legit. everyone knows it's like Everybody literally half of my baseball playlist is yeah. like the top gun soundtrack <laughs> i digress it's a good okay one. so why okay. else are people starting businesses outside um, of necessity how about they can't work for a boss don't you think that that all boils down thing? to necessity okay i mean necessity like too. you you reach a point where you're whatever you're doing the idea of failing at something else is still better than what the frustration of whatever you're doing. And that's necessity, so it is, right? Yeah. Like I think, I mean, it almost, I, like I've been thinking about as you're, as you know, as you said it, and I'm like, man, I, everything that I can think of. So you hit a plateau in your career. You, you can't go kind. further at your current company. Yeah. Um, you can't take orders from this jerk anymore. Money. Money You can't give away sure. information for free anymore. Okay. Like. They're like for my side hustle was like, man, I am like literally just like shoveling out tons of information for free and putting effort. I have into, to charge for this. I need to like yeah. I can charge for this. Like yeah. this is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is good stuff that people um find valuable. So mm-hmm. like why not put a name on it and make some money off of it if I'm gonna be giving it away for free. Yeah. You know? Like no, I agree so. 100%. That's why I even, like, for public speaking events, when they say, you know, like, hey, you know, obviously, like, it, you get paid. I don't go for free, mm-hmm. even though I really don't care. Um, but I will do it and then um, put it in my um, foundation instead mm-hmm. like and that was so i'll actually have them hey write it out to this yeah it's a you know it'll be a charitable donation for you um and that way it's not for free yeah. um you know that's and, awesome yeah and then there's like but i'm still like out and doing it but it's it's for me it's like hey this is why i'm doing it otherwise because i don't know i don't really want or need that extra money and i don't want to do the travel or you know whatever that comes right. with it yep. so like for me that's that it, it makes it worth it right mm-hmm. but yeah you know what's funny is uh you can you can go down so many of all the books everyone's ever read about like like five levels of leadership or the five dysfunctions of a team or the five levels of motivation. And every one of those speaks to why people jump off and, and start their own thing. You know, if you have the boss that keeps you in your place, mm. right? Like, yeah, yeah, you'll leave. Like mm-hmm. eventually you'll be like, fuck this. I'll do my own thing. Right? Do it myself. Um, if you have the uh, lack of trust of transparency, wherever yeah. you're at, mm-hmm. you're going to leave. Because if you're bored, if you're, you're going to leave. Like you go down all those things you know, motivation wise, you know, at some point bills are paid at some point, you have the stuff that you want. At some point you're done competing mm-hmm. with, uh, with other individuals. Well, shit, now let's compete on a big scale if at a national ha- level. If you have that screw, if you have that entrepreneurial um, spirit, I, so, that so it might not be that right. So think of it this, this is why this is the anti-argument to that, right? I think that if you're not growing, you're dying, whether you're employed or not. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. whether you're an employee yeah. or the employer, if you're not growing, you're dying. So there becomes a crux of all jobs, of all relationships, of all companies, where you have to make that next choice of, am I gonna fucking burn the ships and do it again and grow it to the next level? And what does that really look like? Or am I just gonna keep doing Groundhog's Day forever? And, but I think yeah, that and the, there's plenty of other ways for people to grow. 
Like it sure. did, well, so let me. So the when you when you're talking about this too, and I think this is like will speak to what you're thinking too. Growth is not just like the money or the volume so. or the sales or so. right. it's it's also inspiration. So whenever you know how many people are don't notice that they're not growing, especially right now, because maybe their numbers are getting bigger. And, but, you know, and maybe they, hey, they are, they do appear like they're at the top of their game, but they're bored. There's no innovation. They're, they're either their company or they're at a company that is not, um, like, is, is not um, working strategically on a new vision and what are we doing and what are we doing to innovate and how can we, and that, if you're in that place, mm-hmm. your numbers could be growing, but you're still dying because just, I mean, like I talked about boredom. I mean, that's that's my kryptonite. Slowly and it doesn't Yeah, but look, y'all are both talking about it from an like, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial mind. Like think about the person that, is a salaried employee that has always, like they have no desire to own a business um, and have have found another way to grow themselves. So an example, so an example, right. Which is why I'm like, so an example just for listeners would be like JDRF is a great example of that. Okay. So let's pretend like I didn't have a marketing or sales or entrepreneurial bone in my body. I was a W2 employee, salary only, and my growth, my fulfillment, and my next level of, of life was to lean into JDRF and to, you know, go that route and raise all the money, right? I would feel a ton of growth from that perspective, mm-hmm. and that has nothing to do with business ownership or yep. starting something or whatever, right? Yep. Yeah. So there is a there is a specific type of person yeah. that to feel that growth or their their definition of growth or the next level is associated with but i think that ties to their motivation it. more so Which than goes back to the necessity yeah piece. i think it's their yeah. motivation so like d- different people also are motivated by different things yep. and so you and so if you're like i would guess that most Small business owners, entrepreneurs, salespeople, there is a there's got to be a large portion who are either primary or secondary motivated by money, right? But does that mean that those are all like the movers and shakers on the planet? Well, no. no. There's right. like there's so many yeah. other people that do other things that are motivated by different things. There's nothing wrong with your primary or secondary motivation being money, right? Because there's motivators too. Um, but it's I don't think it's I, I do think that the business side of it the money piece at least it's either money uh, or or it's the the secondary is like they use it as a measuring stick and it's something else like either power Power, innovation um being a part of something um something you know so no i I don't think i definitely don't think that hey it has to be money or business i I also think the flip side of that too is i think there's a whole lot of salary people that don't have the ability to take the leap like like if you're a single woman with three kids at home and there's no other source of income. And the most important thing right this second is pay the bills to get kids through high school. Yeah. Um, it's a re- probably a really bad time to jump off and quit the job and, and make a run at it. <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't or couldn't. I'm not saying that at all because that's a very powerful motivator to have those eyeballs looking back at you and yeah, maybe you make the it work. Yeah, right? that. Right. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you that uh, whether people believe that it's even a choice 
is is one of those things that will preclude people from yeah. making that, even though they want to, you know? Yeah. 